Welcome to the Direct Sellers Podcast, the podcast for direct sellers who are ready to get uncomfortable, build their business, and grow a team while changing the face of the direct sales industry. I'm your host, Rachel Perry. Join me as we get real and talk about all the things you need to kick some serious direct sales booty. From overcoming limiting beliefs to sharing the exact strategies you need to attract the right people who become customers and beg to join your team. I've got you covered, girl. I'm going to be your new BFF when it comes to balancing life and kids while building your direct sales business with poise, peace of mind, and of course, a good set of fake eyelashes. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Direct Sellers Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Perry, and I'm delighted that you are here. Today, we are going to talk about how to get more conversations. So for those of you that don't know, I have a new program called the 3 to 5K Sprint, where the goal is to get you well on your way to making that, having that consistent 3 to 5K a month, okay? And the first piece of it, the first piece of, of this building your business and getting to that point is conversations. You need to be having conversations. And if you're not having conversations, you need to start. And so today we're talking about how to have more conversations. Now, a big topic, it has been for a while, is our party's dead. Our party's dead and can you still make money without doing parties? So we're going to tackle that today. My feeling on this is parties are great. If you're able to have them, if people are booking parties and you're getting results from the parties, keep going, keep going. Because honestly, parties are amazing, especially in-person parties, because you get in front of more people. They're generally your ideal customer. It's just, it's just great all the way around. So that is big. That is a big thing. Like if you are, you know, feeling like you love parties and you don't want to give them up, you don't have to. However, a lot of you are finding it much harder to get parties on your calendar. And when you do get parties on your calendar, they're not producing the results that they have in the past. Others are exhausted from parties. I remember feeling that way when I stopped doing home parties. I was like, this is so, I'm so happy not having to do home parties because I sold jewelry. I had all these things that I would lug to people's houses. You'd spend so much time or I would spend so much time, you know, getting it set up. And then it was always such a disappointment when either people didn't show up or people didn't purchase. It just, you know, it was kind of let down. So there is burnout from parties, especially online parties, because, you know, there's burnout from people, like guests, and there's burnout from the act- from direct sellers, from the network marketers who are doing them. So parties aren't what they used to be. And that's why I teach you how to be successful without having parties. So It's important, like if parties are a part of your business plan, if they're a part of how you run your business, keep going. But if the parties are becoming more of a stress for you, let's talk about how to keep your business going without the parties, okay? So I talk about this inside inside the three to five K sprint. In fact, I just shared a a roadmap with them last night, like how, what are the steps you need to be doing to get there? But today with you, I'm going to talk to you about your conversations. You need to be having the conversations because that's where people are selling. 
That's where you're building these connections. That's where you're building the relationships. So how do you have more conversations? So the first part, and I'm giving you my top three tips for this. My first tip is you've got to know your ideal customer. And I say this over and over and over again. And I know some of you think, might think, like, can you stop talking about that? But I will never stop talking about that because your ideal customer, knowing who she is or he is, is absolutely the most important part of marketing. Because if you don't know who they are, if you don't know them inside and out, if you don't know what makes them tick, it's harder for you to create content that resonates. It's harder for you to connect to them on a deeper level. Okay. It's so vital. Now, just like when you're building friendships, right? When you get to know someone, it takes a little while for your friendship to grow, for you to get to know each other better. And it's the same for your ideal customer. It does take a little bit of time to get to know your ideal customer. And that's okay. You just have to be open to that. I encourage my students to really do market research, always be doing market research, always listen when you are connecting with your ideal customer, ask questions, figure out what is it about them? What, what are their struggles? What are their frustrations? What do they love? What lights them up? Okay. Something that I share all the time is that, so you guys know that I sell makeup, but it's kind of like my side. It truly is a side gig for me because this, what I do now is my main my main thing. That's my main man. <laughs> no, that's weird. Uh, but this is this is my my main focus. However, I was just talking to someone about this today. I decided to get back into direct sales or network marketing because I really wanted to be on the ground level with you guys. I wanted to experience it again from that perspective. That's that was really really important to me. And so, what I'm finding is that my ideal customer. That person is a woman who is in her 40s, 50s, or 60s, who has aging skin, doesn't love the aging process, still wants to look cute, okay? But as our skin ages, things change. But not just that, this person, my ideal customer, loves, she's a mom, okay? She's a mom of kid, of kids. She's a mom of kids and not animals. Not, I don't know why I said that, but she's a mom, and she probably has, like, teenagers, and she loves Bravo. She loves reality TV. Okay. That's who she is. That's who my ideal customer is. My ideal customer also stresses about life. She feels like her kids are growing up way too fast. And she is a little bit stressed about how, how fast it's going. Like time is going so fast and soon they're going to graduate. And oh my gosh, have I taught them everything? Right. It's easy for her to put herself last. Her kids are always, her kids and husband always come first. This is who my ideal customer is. And you know who else this is? It's very similar to me before I found the makeup that I use and, and sell. Your ideal customer is oftentimes the person you were before you discovered the product or started your business. So I want you to think about that. But here's the other thing with that is that it's not, we are removed from that, that time, that place right? Because we've now, we've now got a solution. We've, we've now bettered ourselves. We're a higher version of ourselves. And so it's important for us to be doing market research, asking questions, really connecting with our ideal customer because things change. So it's just different. 
it's just different. Our ideal customer will evolve. And I, and I want to encourage you to be open to that. But it's really, really, really important for you to know who your ideal customer is. The second tip for having more conversations is to network. Now, when I say network, a lot of leaders, a lot, industry leaders will teach you to have conversations with people and then start talking about the business or then start talking about your product. I am not a believer in that. I think that's gross. <laughs> um, in fact, I had a conversation with someone just the other day and I felt like they were, com- they, something was going to happen. I knew something was going to happen. And then I let my guard down and then sure enough, there was the pitch. And that's just gross to me. When I say network, I mean, spend 15 minutes a day connecting and building relationships. It has nothing to do with your product. It has nothing to do with the business. It's literally just you. Think of it as doing market research or think of it as making new friends. And this is not like adding people that are recommended to you on Facebook. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. This is commenting and interacting with your ideal customer and where they hang out. So let's say they are in the Bravo Facebook group, okay? that I'm in. Let's say I'm doing that. I'm going to start interacting on people's posts. I'm going to start commenting about the topic at hand, not about what I can do for them, not about the makeup that I sell, not about the opportunity to have their own business. I'm literally just going to start connecting with them as humans, as people who love Bravo, as moms who love Bravo. Then what happens is you start building these relationships. And as you build these relationships, chances are you start following each other, right? And then when you follow each other, they discover things about you, you discover things about them. And then maybe if it resonates with them, they might become a customer of yours one day. They might not. They might become a team member. They might not. The purpose of this is not to get you more sales and get you more people on your team. The purpose is to expand your network, right? And if you're not doing the parties, you've got to figure out a way to expand your network. And that piece comes from connections and building relationships. So I want you to put aside the product that you sell, and I want you to put aside your business opportunity. And instead, I want you to focus on just building relationships. And this is the long game. This is a long game. This is an easy way to start Uh, connecting with more people because that's how you're going to have more conversations. Okay. But again, this is the very beginning of this. This is not the end. This is not the middle. This is the very first step. So I really want to encourage you to hear me when I say this is not you pitching your product or pitching your business. You're just making new friends. Okay. You're just expanding your network. That is a very powerful thing because you don't know who knows who. You don't know that when you start connecting with Jenny, that Jenny isn't necessarily interested in your product, but she sure does have a couple of friends who might be, and she might share you with them eventually. You just don't know, right? You don't build these relationships for what you're going to get out of them. You're just building relationships because that's what we need to be doing in this business. We need to be growing our relationships and connecting with others. So that's the second tip. And the third tip, so we have, you got it. The first tip is really nail down your ideal customer. The second tip is to take time to network and expand your 
you know, expand your network. And the third tip, and this is kind of twofold, is to be open to more platforms. Okay. I think there's a lot of focus and energy put into creating content for your ideal customer. And that's important. Yes, 100%. But this social media world that we live in is very noisy right now. There's a lot that's happening out there. It's hard to stand out. It's not like it used to be. It's much harder these days. So you may spend a lot of time creating content that you believe will resonate with your ideal customer. And then you might get two views or two likes or one like or no likes. Okay. And then it feels frustrating because you've spent all this time creating content for no one to see it. Well, that's why I encourage you to be open to other platforms as well. And I, or not platforms, social media platforms, but different forms of communication. So I do think social media, you should have a presence on social media. However, I also think it's email, for example, is a great way to, to market your, yourself. It really is. So chances are you have an email list. There's a way to do it the right way. And I don't mean sending emails just about specials and sales. I mean, just really adding value to your customer's life. And I will say this, a lot of you hate email. Listen, I get so many emails. It's a ridiculous. We, we have this aversion to email because we get so many. But there are emails that you receive where you do find value. And that's what I'm talking about is sending emails that contain value for your ideal customer. So that's one way to do it. Text marketing is another platform, another type of marketing that you can use to really uh, have those conversations, right? There, I would just want you to think, what is the bigger picture here? Maybe you need to start collaborating with others. Maybe you need to have more vendor events. Maybe you do need to have parties and change how they look, make it workshops or classes. Whatever it is, I want you to just be open to different things. And then this is the second piece of this tip is to ask questions, like become a scientist, try different things, ask questions. Get really familiar with what, with who you're talking to. Become really familiar with what they need. Ask questions, have conversations. This is where it begins. Ultimately, you guys, it's about building relationships. And it's about building relationships that don't revolve around you sharing your product and you sharing the business. Are there, will that happen? Yes, absolutely. But this is laying the groundwork. So I really encourage you today to just think about how can you be better at having more conversations and think about what a conversation is. It's not you talking all the time. It's two people talking. And the way you do that is to ask questions. Okay. So let me just recap this very quickly for you. The three tips to getting more conversations is the first really nail down who your ideal customer is. Know her inside and out. And again, this is a process. The second tip is to network. Net, expand your network. Connect with other people outside of your product and business opportunity. And then the third is to be open to connecting 
in, on, on different platforms in different spaces. Um, it could even be in person, text marketing, email marketing. Maybe it's hanging out on Facebook, but you really like Instagram. Whatever it is, be open to different things, okay? And ask questions. Always ask questions. And not necessarily about like, do you want to hear more? But things like, you know, asking questions about what they're sharing. Get to know people. Take that time. This is the long game, guys. It's not the short game. And I know we live in a world and a society where we are used to instant gratification, but I'm telling you that if you want to build a profitable business and you want a consistent business, you got to start with the long game. So that is it for this week's episode of the Direct Sellers Podcast. I hope you found it helpful. I will be back here next week for another episode of the Direct Sellers Podcast. Let me tell you, it's going to be amazing. We have a guest, one of my mentors, I guess. Yeah, I would call her a mentor. She's incredible. And she is amazing when it comes to sales. And I'm not talking about direct sales necessarily, like network marketing, but she is a master at doing sales calls and selling products and selling services. And it's not because of what she says. It's because of her whole methodology. And I think it will be so incredibly eye-opening for you. And I'm excited to bring her to you next week. So until then, my beautiful friends, have an incredible week. Take care. I'll see you soon. That's it for this episode of the Direct Sellers Podcast, but our fun doesn't have to end now. You'll catch me hanging out over on Instagram between episodes, and I'd love for you to join me. So hop into my DMs. I promise you're not getting any hey girl messages. And I promise I'm not going to be asking you to weirdly buy anything. Send me the message podcast so I can send you my free 90-day action planner because who doesn't love a good template?